Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. I feel like there have been too many liberties taken with pizza over the years. What? What do you mean? Well, so uh, pineapple, that's always a big controversial. Um, oh, pineapple and pizza. It's just like, um, you know, to me, I think the sweetness of pineapple, I, I feel pineapple belongs on, on a pizza. Is that, I, don't, I love is it. that a hot take? I don't enjoy I pineapple it. on pizza, but I mean, it's it's a staple for Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, so like, to me, like it's like it, there's no debate. Uh, pineapple's there. It's a topping of pizza. I just don't like it. And we've talked about pickles. How uh, Sarah Nick, who works with us, uh, mm-hmm. she's down the hall at the new Kiss 1023. Uh, she's got a deal with it's, it's in support of uh, charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, Presto Pizza. Yeah, yeah, and they do uh, dill pickle. It's like the pickle nickel or something. Like I want to try it. It actually know, looks I, really I good. Haven't. It looks really good. What, what do you hate charity? Is that why? <laughs> I don't want to try it. No, I, <laughs> I would try it, but I don't want my money going to charity. <laughs> <laughs> I want to support the small business yeah. owner. <laughs> no, I just no. haven't got a chance. I I want to. I and I I told you guys last week. I just I had some dill pickles out and then decided that I was going to eat the kids pizza and i just threw some dill pickles on my pepperoni pizza and i was all right yeah loved it i mean i love dill pickles i love pizza like what the hell um but there is a place that has just gone too far taking liberties there is no excuse no reason uh why fruit loops should ever go on a pizza there is a a place in des moines iowa like where else of course des moines (laughs) this is how you make news des moines uh fruit loops on pizza it is just Fruit Loops and cheese and, and sauce, sauce. Like tomato sauce. Yeah. Oh, mm. Fruit Loops and tomato sauce. That's messed yeah. up. And I, I feel like that's gonna dry your pizza out. Like, like you know what I mean? Fruit Loops are dry. Unless you're, yeah. you're, not, you're not putting milk, right? So they're gonna just soak up the tomato the sauce. Cheese, otherwise, maybe, maybe the oh. cheese melts down a little dairy. Do you, in there? Do you yeah. like? You don't put the, the the Fruit Loops on after, so you put them on and you like bake it. Well, or I guess you, you would. After. Yeah, I guess you would. Yeah. Yeah, actually, the uh, the viral photo that I saw didn't specify uh, their baking process, right. so maybe I maybe I should investigate more. <laughs> um, but either way, you know, I think that that is just the dumbest thing that I've ever seen. Like, why why anybody would would go to that extreme? It's like candy, yeah, mixing candy with with like with food. You know, that shouldn't be candy. Like, it's like it's yeah. like that that's that scene from Elf. You know, where he throws the maple syrup and he throws the candy on top of his spaghetti. spaghetti. Listen, I love oh. syrup and I love candy. And I love spaghetti, but I would never eat them all together. Yeah. That's that's a lot of weird flavors all mixing together. Yeah, I look, I like living in flavor country. Okay, yeah, like I sure. want to be the mayor of Flavor Town, like Guy Fieri, <laughs> but. I don't think I need <laughs> Fruit Loops no. on on my Zaw. No, no, not do, nobody's doing that, right? Like we can all agree, everybody seven six two triple five can just. Is agree this and like, say a, Des like a sucks? Like a pizza place? Yeah, in yeah. Des Moines. That's like, and they're like marketing this. Like, oh, big come, time. come, come, try our Fruit Loop pizza. Oh, they did like a boosted post on Instagram, dude. <laughs> they're they're like really into it. <laughs> I'd love to see I their bet sales you figures. They haven't even eaten it. They're just trying to get publicity talking about it. No, that's it's working. So gross. Yeah, it's working. It's yeah, working. we're talking about it up see. here in Winnipeg. Way yeah. up in Winnipeg, making fun of Des Moines. Yeah, yeah. bunch of honkies <laughs> down there. Fruit Loops on pizza. Texter two hundred three says Loop Pizza is nasty. Dot 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 and stupid. Yeah, yeah. Put that on your marketing slogan. Yeah, we're <laughs> stupid. That, actually, oh no, that's what it's called. It's actually called the worst stupid pizza company. You guys have that one guy, your do or die guy, your one buddy that you know that you guys can get to anything together. Oh, my ride or die? Yeah, what your did I say? Ride or die. <laughs>
do or die. Oh, whatever. My, my ride or die. That's a that's a classic um, basic white chick thing that I see on the uh, Instagram. This bitch is my ride or die. <laughs> like, what have you guys been through? <laughs> like, what are you guys doing that it's either ride or you die? Like, <laughs> and what are they riding? I mean, the expression well, doesn't make a lot of sense. I think uh, <laughs> we can make some assumptions. I, uh, what they're it's not yeah. each other. You wish. God. <laughs> Uh, I saw this story. I sent you guys a link if you want to see the picture because when you see these guys, you're going to love this story like I did. These two drunk Aussie guys were uh, outside Perth. They're on the they're on the coast. They're drinking. They have this funny little cooler of beer and one of those air mattresses that's one of those cheap tent ones that you sleep on, like the really crappy ones. Yeah, like not, not even a floaty. Yeah, you're not supposed to like, really you're not supposed float to float on them. On them. Yeah. 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 So these two guys, they're drinking and they're chatting, and then all of a sudden they realize they have drifted out to sea. They got two miles before they realized how far they were, and they had to actually get rescued. Um, they said that they weren't afraid. Like, I would, I would completely freak out. But when picture this guy, they look hilarious. Like these are the ultimate dude bros. Oh yeah, one of them's got like this massive curly afro, kind of like it's just oh, they they look hilarious. Anyway, they said next time they pl- next time they plan to do a drinking float, they're gonna check the wind forecast. But they floated two miles, floated for hours, and said that the only time they actually panicked was when they ran out of beer. <laughs> they started freaking out that this is probably not a good idea. But they did eventually get rescued. All we know, mate, is Tex, their friend Tex Seek. That was the friend. That's their friend's name. All we knew is Tex was thirty to forty minutes away, mate, <laughs> and we were hoping. He finds us because all our phones were dying. Yeah. We're running glad, out of beer. I'm glad it worked out. Like, I mean, because, I mean, if you get a, you, you can get holes in these things pretty quickly. It's dangerous. It's Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> if dangerous. they did get a hole and this thing popped, like, it's, I mean, I get that they're like, oh, we weren't scared. You would have been pretty scared if you were in the middle of the sea and you had scared. no floaty. It My actually said that the mattress had a couple small holes and was beginning to sink. Their phones were oh dying and they had just ran out of beer. Um, they said that they had to jump off the mattress every 10 minutes and blow it up to inflate it again oh, yeah. and then jump hey. back on. Hey, mate, listen, <laughs> so this thing's going down. It's not <laughs> just the mattress with- I'm going to be blowing. <laughs> 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 yeah, my ride or die. <laughs> Probably die. I think we're all, you know, itching for the time when we can travel again and maybe travel again and not feel like we're, we shouldn't be, you know, because there are still people that are traveling if they want to follow the 14-day quarantine in the hotels and stuff and they come back to Canada. And there's different rules for people if they still decide to travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a guy uh, coming to my Airbnb on uh, the 20th. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me, he's coming from, from München. I'm coming from München. Uh, he's coming from Munich, so he's got to go and stay in Toronto for his first three days. Mm-hmm. And again, this is like part of that whole plan that was unveiled where you're on the hook. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, you want to travel, you want to go do, do whatever, but um, it's going to cost you like two grand yeah. plus to to do the whole stay and then you got to get mm-hmm. like some special, you know, it's, it's, it's not a special test. It's just a, a test that you have to pay for out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's different, yeah, exactly. Different rules for different people when they come in to travel because they can't make travel like illegal because obviously there are some people that are still traveling for work and stuff too, right? 
Um, but, you know, they're trying to limit the amount of people traveling as possible because that's where we're seeing a lot of, especially these cases of these variants mm-hmm. of COVID and all yeah. that stuff, right? And, you know, every time we've talked about a story about, oh, and this person traveled and this person did this, and we've kind of said, like, what are you doing traveling right now? Like, yeah. you should, like we want to travel. We can't travel. Everyone wants to travel, yeah. sure. And uh, maybe a deterrent to, to, for people to travel well, I, I would be to do what China's doing because uh, if you want to travel to China right now, mm-hmm. okay, which I, I mean, it's it's not on the top of my bucket list, but I've told you the story about my dad, who uh, his bucket list was to have a Caesar at the Great Wall of China. Right. <laughs> um, so when he came back, I was like, "How was your trip to China?" He was like, "Sucked." I was like, oh. "Why?" He's like, "Cause there's no bar at the Great Wall." <laughs> he wanted to have a Caesar, and he was like. Whoa. I'm like, you really thought, I and mean, this is my dad, right? Classic. I'm like, you went all the way there without Googling this, thinking that the Great Wall <laughs> yeah. of China had just a bar set up. <laughs> like, it's, it's, you know what I mean? This isn't all inclusive yeah. in Mexico, bro. Your dad thought there were bars everywhere. Yeah, I know. He was, <laughs> he was hoping there was anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you want to travel to China right now, you, you can travel mm-hmm. to China. However, they have a, a, a new rule in place in China. Any foreigner that comes into China mm-hmm. has to have a mandatory test COVID test Mm -hmm. but not just the throat one not just the cheek one not the nose one Mm -hmm. which are all a little bit uncomfortable I think not the ear okay (laughs) you have to have a mandatory butt swab as soon as you get to China this is a mandatory thing for any foreigner entering their country. Okay, okay, so I have a question. <laughs> He's I, like, I'm going to rebook my trip to Wuhan right now. <laughs> my trip to Wuhan. Well, no, but see, that's, that's, that's my question, though, because China is a huge hub for transferring where yeah. other places you want to go. I've been there six times, but I've never, like... Been out of the airport? Yeah. So if I am just doing a transfer through China, do I got to get my butt swab? I think you do. I think you do. I do? Because Upon any... Upon arrival? Nothing to do with COVID. Just It's just a fun... It's for funsies. <laughs> just a Anybody, welcome gift. <laughs> yeah. Anybody coming into China, even if it's just for, yeah, like a transfer or something like that, you have to get this butt ah. swab inserted three to five centimeters. Centimeters? Yes. Centimeters. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, no, okay. you're three to five centimeters, TJ. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like a little bigger than that, right? Well, yeah. like, yeah, two inches, basically. Two inches, yeah. Okay. Oh, so that's okay for you? I, I mean, look. <laughs> oh, he's gone six bigger? inches before. <laughs> My fingers are more than two inches, and I poke through single ply that we have here at the radio station. Oops. You know this tune? Is this uh, the Kenyan Arrow or whatever? No, no, it's not. You know this one. Core blood. Oh. It's Paul Brandt that does the uh, country version, oh, okay. the modern country version. It was a cover of the classic C.W. McCall banger. Ah, I didn't know it was a cover. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They didn't write that. Paul Brandt and his cronies. Alberta Bound. What a great <laughs> I'll song. Alberta Bound. <laughs> I'm going to sing songs about where I'm from. <laughs> and perform at UFA all over. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to watch Paul Brandt at UFA. What's UFA? It's a like cattle feed place. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing more, Alberta, than singing about cattle and all the other things that we do, humping our cousins. I, I think that's what goes on there. I assume at the UFA there's a lot of that. The cows and the family members are all nervous. Um, so I bring this up because uh, the song Convoy, a big trucking convoy, 
Um, I don't know if you've ever been a part of a convoy, Turnbull, but your dad has. My dad sure has, yeah. Big Jim. Many convoys in his in his life. Big Jim got a reefer on. Hey, rubber duckies, this is Big Jim. I'm in a convoy. <laughs> Does he do that? Please tell me he's got a trucker <laughs> radio so. voice. Unfortunately, well, I mean, he had the radio, so I, he would have had to talk does to it, Does he do the... <laughs> You well, know, no, the does machine the, does the... Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> big Jim. Hey, this is Big Jim looking up for a rubber ducky. I'm in a convoy right now. Hey, uh, we got a couple smoke... Smokies. Couple hogs. Um, that's that's like the extent of my, uh, my trucking knowledge, really. Uh. But I was this close. If I didn't have responsibilities like a family, a couple of jobs, um, things that I have to do... Uh, honestly, I'd be in a convoy right now. My cousin Fast Eddie messages me yesterday. And he goes, Rubber Ducky. Uh, he doesn't call me Rubber Ducky, but he was <laughs> like, Hey, cuz, uh, what are you doing? And I was like, Nothing. He's like, You want to go grab a beer? I want to bounce something off you. And I was like, What? He's like, You want to be part of a convoy? I was like, What is this con? What are you, convoy? I'm like, I, I mean, what are we doing? What's, what's the gig? Tell me about it. He's like, rubber duck, we got to take this uh, reefer on, uh, six-ton truck. Got to take it to Shmattawa and then do a load to Shmattawa and then another load to uh, Fort Severin, which is on James Bay. It's it's like on the ocean that touches Manitoba, but it's on the Ontario side. Like, it's right where Hudson Bay kind of bends down. It's called Polar Bear Provincial Park. It's right there. Anyway, he's got this gig where he's dropping off some uh, some some convoy stuff, some some what like what are things uh, some freight freight okay okay, yes. okay. cargo yeah. cargo cargo yeah, yeah, that was the, yeah. yeah. he's dropping off some uh, important cargo yeah. uh up north way up north like 24 <laughs> hours straight driving i thought you said reefer at first and no. i was like nah, he's, he's asking you to reefer. go on a drug deal <laughs> a drug run well <laughs> saying all the places you're going man <laughs> um yeah i'm just sending <laughs> yeah it's a setup no uh no reefer like a refrigerated unit oh okay yeah. okay <laughs> yeah trucker terms rena okay yeah. sorry my bad yeah. Tru- trucker terms big trucker okay. guy so uh anyway he's taking this uh this big load uh for a for a big company a big prominent company in this part of the world and he's doing a this roadie and he goes he's like yeah he's like you want to come for a cruise and i was like dude i want to really badly now i'm sure i would probably regret it as soon as i got to like ashern or moose lake or norway house how far of a drive are we talking here it's like 24 plus hours oh, wow okay yeah the farthest north i've been is cross lake when i was playing junior hockey we did an exhibition thing against ocn and cross lake mm-hmm. and uh and so i've been that far and then like i mean you're talking like this is this is boonies like shamatawa but and this like these roads ice yeah ice uh, you're going you north only, right like yeah. this is the ice road this is so crazy and he told me this because i i didn't know like i just i really have no concept of anything that far north it just feels like that like whatever he said that the ice road literally just opened up this week. That's why they're going. Yeah. It was a newly opened ice road, and here we are down here. Like, I'm in shorts. Yeah. I'm, I'm wearing a thong out of my backyard, sun tanning. I'm like, what the hell? You're going on an ice road now? He's like, no, up there, they just opened up. Um, and then he's like, yeah, he's like, I got a chick that I want to dial up in Lynn Lake. So when I look on the map, 
I look on the map and I'm like, oh man, these Lynn Lake chicks sound wild. Maybe I maybe I do want to go on this trip. No, he's like, uh, Lynn Lake, it can't be that far. It's northern Manitoba. I'm like, and I look, Lynn Lake is over on the Saskatchewan border and Shimatawa is over like on the Ontario border. I'm thinking that's probably 24 hours across the province that way because yeah. of the ice roads. The things you'll do for a hookup, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, Eddie, Eddie's willing to just go easy. <laughs> God's late. He told me that if I get a chance, if I do uh, ever get some free time, that he'll take me to uh, God's River, God's Lake. Oh, aren't you lucky? I know. It's God's country up there. (laughs) 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 How many how many trucks are involved in this convoy, by the way? Uh, Six. Wow. Yeah, I met I met some of the other truckers yesterday because I went to the dealership. They they bought these trucks and uh, bought the jerry cans and stuff. Yeah. And I just rolled up like I was part of I was wearing a plaid shirt, so I looked like I I, I, I lit up a smoke. So I, I was like, yeah, you had to start smoking, yeah. obviously. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, you might as well pick up smoking here, hanging out with the truckers in a parking lot. Like, I'm mad. I really felt like I was part of something. Do chicks dig guys in jerseys? Karina? Uh, <laughs> I might be a bad choice to ask. I think if you're a girl that likes sports, yeah. But I like, it, like, are you talking like when they go to a game and they wear a jersey, or no. when they just wear a jersey like out? guys? Guys wearing jerseys no. out. I'm gonna say no, not really. It's weird, right? A little bit, yeah. Like, there's always that one guy that wears that as yep. his shirt, yes. and he yep. goes everywhere in that one jersey, and that's his team. And the jersey's really dirty; you can tell they never wash it, or they, or they, they, they don't washed to. it too much, and the 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 names are faded. It's like a it's Carl faded. Malone jersey yeah. from '95, and <laughs> <laughs> like, it just looks like alone yeah. on the back. And that's probably what you're gonna be if you wear a jersey out to the bar. Yeah. I feel like I feel like NBA jerseys get worn in public a little more often. Sleeveless, the sleeveless Show ones. Show off the pipes. I think so. Like if you got a tattoo of like you know something cool, and yeah. you're just like, man, I got a flex on this. You see that more often than you see like a like an NHL jersey. Yeah, you see that's NHL true. jerseys on game day or whatever, and people wear them to work and stuff like that. But it seems like it's NBA jerseys that get worn the most. I would say. Um, we have a a friend, uh, not super close, but I you know I just I don't see him much anymore because of uh, really at all because of COVID. But um, we run in the same circle, and I quite often tease him about being a grown man wearing a jersey. Uh, just it's weird, like uh, and unless you're going to a game, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe you don't think it's weird. Seven six two triple five. Maybe you rock a jersey all the time and you work it. You know, maybe maybe you wear that uh, Matt Dunnigan Bombers jersey to uh, the club and. All of a sudden, the ladies are flocking. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Although, unless you're Matt Dunnigan, that's probably not happening. That's just in my estimation. Now, that said, last night, uh, family goes to bed. So uh, we're staying at a hotel downtown, which we'll talk about later on this hour. We'll relive that, rehash that. Okay. <laughs> but I'm downtown. It's 8 o'clock. Kids going to bed. I made the mistake the other night of going to bed because I'm a tired guy. I went to bed at 8 o'clock, and boom, I'm up at 11 p.m., and just like, oh, well, now I'm wired for sound. Oh, it's yeah. only 11 o'clock. Great. I have four more hours of sleep before I get up at 3.30. So anyway, I decided that I was going to venture out downtown Winnipeg after dusk. And uh, boy, was that fun. TJ after dark. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's never a good sign. I never go out after 8 o'clock. <laughs> but I was like, I can't do this. And there, there's places that are close by. So I went to Bailey's. Great oh, spot. Okay. Talking to John at Bailey's. We were talking about it yesterday at this time. You mentioned yeah. it. And I was thinking, I was like, oh, geez, I should go to Bailey's. Rena just brought it up yesterday. Yep. So the guy working there, John, having a chat to him, talking about the uh, Bodor 57 that they have on, uh, you know, in the cask. It's the most expensive scotch they have, $375 a shot. And reliving oh. the memory of that guy that used to work with us, the sales guy that went to the sales Christmas party. Yeah. And he ordered himself a double. Of that? Yeah. And the boss, Doobie, was like, Yo, did you just spend 375 bucks 
per shot on a double? Well, okay, you just won sales guy of the year. I guess I'll let it slide. Yeah. Kind of thing. So anyway, I'm sitting there. I'm alone. It's just myself and the bartender, right? Yeah. And I'm having a couple moose heads, and you yeah. got to order food now. Yeah. So I'm right. having some onion rings, and yeah. I'm just kind of sitting there watching the Oilers-Leafs game. And in walks uh, this couple, nice couple, you know, probably you know mid 40s something like that, attractive woman, nice-looking man. They're, they're a beautiful couple. Sit down at the next booth over, like kind of, you know, so we're, we're close enough, obviously more than six feet. And uh, I get chatting to them because that's what I do. And I'm like, oh, hey, where are you guys from? Because normally, like, why, why, you know, and I know it sounds terrible, but why would you just be at Bailey's at, like, at this point, it's like 8.30. Why would you just be at Bailey's at 8.30 randomly? <laughs> oh, we went for our anniversary dinner at High's. I'm like, oh, good for you, having a little cocktail, a little aperitif. Yeah. So as uh, the conversation proceeds, um, find out that they, they've just moved from Airdrie, Alberta. And uh, again, I had a friend that was there, a lot of commonalities, very, very nice couple. I'm really, you know, we're having a great conversation. I said, so I got to ask, how did you guys meet? And she pipes up and she says, well, I was just uh, relocated for my job in Toronto. She moves around a lot and she worked for a company that made hockey jerseys or or they did the marketing for remember those jerseys that came out the nhl jerseys that had a bit of mesh on them when that first happened in like early 2000s okay yeah yeah, yeah you know vaguely, the yeah. airflow whatever so she was with this marketing company that worked with i believe it was nike that did uh the marketing for these airflow jerseys these airwick jerseys or whatever so i guess she was in the beer market right before christmas and sees a guy wearing an Eddie Olchuk Toronto Maple Leafs jersey, but Whoa. it's the Airwick version of the jersey. <laughs> and she went, she was actually trolling. She was seeing a guy, I guess, and then she was actually trolling for her friend. But when she saw the jersey, she went up and talked to this guy. She's like, oh, he's a handsome guy. She's like, I think he's for me. So she ended up breaking up with the other guy. Here we are, you know, 15, 20 years later. Oh, that's the guy she's with. She, no. she oh, met a guy okay. with and a all, hockey jersey. All because he was wearing a hockey jersey. Wearing a jersey. Yeah. An yeah. Eddie Olchuk Toronto Maple Leafs. Not even Eddie Olchuk's finest <laughs> moment as a hockey player. No, I mean, no. he, he played in Pittsburgh, winning cups. Played in Winnipeg. Played for the Jets. He yeah. was the famous. I was there at the, at the old Winnipeg Arena when Eddie Olchuk said, and when we win the cup in Phoenix, <laughs> we're, we're coming, coming back, back to, to Winnipeg. Winnipeg. And everyone was like, yes, you're never going to win a cup in Phoenix, but okay. I feel like that's maybe one of those one exceptions to the, you know, charity. Absolutely. The only time ever that a guy <laughs> yeah. in a hockey jersey has ever wheeled a check. <laughs> okay. What's, what's weirder when somebody wears a sports jersey and they're not going to a sports game or the grown man, like, okay, grown man in sports jersey versus grown man that just throws up devil horns at any... Like any acknowledgements <laughs> instead of like thumbs up or just like a right on. I don't know or, too many you know. of those guys. I haven't seen that. Very I got a, often. I got a, I know a couple. I know a yeah. few. I know a you few. see them out. They're always, always in black jeans and Metallica fans. Yeah. Die hard Metallica <laughs> fans. Yeah. And they always look so intense. Hey man. Uh, sorry. Uh, are you in line here? Yeah. Rock on bro. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Turnbull, you need to get out more, bro. God, you gotta rock that. out a little yeah. more, dude. Do you ever give him back to him? No, no that's that's no. not something you give back. No, you don't. You don't no. return the horns. No, you don't no. return the horns. No, you don't return horns. Horns up, baby. Yeah. Up the irons, baby. <laughs> hey, porch pirates! Porch pirates—the ones that come and steal your packages when you least expect them to. They're getting more creative. I gotta say, this video absolutely. <laughs> made me chuckle. Now I feel bad for the person who got their package stolen. I really do, but the video made me laugh. It's just after 8 p.m. when a home surveillance camera is triggered by the motion of an alien being walking from out of the cloak of darkness and into plain view. 
The alien walks to the front door, picks up an Amazon package, and walks away. I had an actual alien walk up to my door and take my package. Of course, that wasn't a real alien from outer space, just a thief wearing a costume Thanks, to prevent being identified on camera. Now, so this guy dressed as an alien, full mask, everything, even does like a weird walk. Like he's not walking normally. Mm, he's I'm kind of like alien. doing this little like alien walk. He walks right up to the door, grabs the package, does a slow turn around, and then slowly waddles uh, back and goes back and steals the package and walks away. You know what that news report reminds me of? And tell me if you remember this, the leprechaun. Who else seen the leprechaun say yeah, yeah? In, in Mobile, Alabama. It was a viral video from like probably 10 years ago now, maybe even longer. Uh, who else seen the leprechaun? This artist rendering of the leprechaun. And it's just this drawing that looks exactly like this. And it, it's it's like, like a, a stick figure sort of drawing. Yeah, it's like the most, it's ridiculous. That's exactly, <laughs> if you know the clip that I'm talking about, yeah. that is exactly where this guy, how do you, like if you're in the news department, right? And you take yourself pretty seriously, typically if you're in news, anybody that I know that works in news, whether it's radio or TV, yeah. they, they think the news is pretty important. They yeah. really do. And I get it. Like whatever. Okay. Your job's important. Good for you. But. Also, like you got the you drew the short stick to go out and do the alien story. This is not a real alien from outer space. <laughs> they, actually, they actually preface it too. I don't have the audio, but at first it's the two the two anchors at the desk. Yeah, yep. it's the exact. Yeah, but they but they say but they say you know uh, our our reporter and sci fi expert oh, goes out to easy. to cover this story. And that's all the cookie crumbles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just some big punchline at the end. <laughs> it's not a real alien from outer space. No, come on. I take myself too seriously. We'll see you again with this story at 11. And with this Euro trash beat, circa 2001, on the dance floor, a euphoria with two double Ryan gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, looking skinny as all hell, and I swear to God, you're dying your hair. There's no, there's no way, Sean Reynolds... That when I saw you on Sportsnet doing your piece with, uh, was it Ken Weeb, I guess you were on with the other day? Uh, dude, come on. There's no way that one man could do so much <laughs> in life with, with such a, a luscious lock of hair that you have. Like, how did you get all the, what, who do you have photos of that you are able to be so handsome and have such chestnut hair? Dude, you're slipping on your research because I'm telling you right now, there's Never been a day in my life I've even considered dyeing my hair. And Ryan Ginger is so far off. <laughs> if, it, if it doesn't come in a brown bottle, I don't drink it. Beer, and that's the only way it works. Come on. You must have had one bad experience with a little Ryan Ginger. What happened? What was well, her name? I, 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 I had a bad experience with the rye. Yeah. And it is such an ugly story. We're just going to leave it alone. Because I mean, being from Lactabonnet, it comes out of the tap there. It just comes out of the... <laughs> um, okay, my friend, listen, I, I got to ask you real quick before we get going with this. Um, what's the deal with all the guys on Sportsnet rocking the plaid? The plaid and double plaid. Is this like a, like a, is this a trend? Are you guys told by head office? Is uh, the mothership Rogers in Toronto saying, hey, boys, we got to plaid up for this? I, I, well, I can tell you this right now. Deborah Berman is the lady who dresses us. She's phenomenal. Okay. She follows all the trends. Oh. And I'm telling you, it's, it's funny because people, it sounds like it's crazy, but literally I will get a giant package on my front step every once in a while and you'll walk out and it'll be like my suits. I'll wow. open the door and there will be a suit delivery sitting on my front door and you open it up and it will have, Shirts and tie combinations and suits, and wow. we put that on, and that's what you do. You don't. They would never. Do you keep them? Me dressing myself. Oh yeah. 
Really? Yeah. I yeah. Damn. Yeah. But they would they would never trust me to dress myself, no. and and that is earned, believe me. Because, uh, the plaid I'd be wearing would be like a bush jacket in this. Well, backpack. well, well, my friend, uh, they call it a lactabone tuxedo, and I got one on right now. So, um, all right. So the Jets, uh, what's what's happening in Jetsland? Um, I mean, Mark Shifley being thrown around in the same conversation I saw this morning as. Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews. Sorry, am I on? The, am I watching the same hockey uh, program or what's going on? Well, I mean that, that was that was the push at the beginning of the year. That's what Paul Maurice said is is that in this division where these teams would be squaring off against each other again and again and again, this was going to be Mark Scheifele's year to elevate himself into that conversation. Now, I think it's a slight stretch to go there. I mean, when you're talking about Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid, you're talking about two players who are right at the very top of the Hart Trophy consideration. Uh, Mark Shifley is not there, but um, he's really, really pushing himself uh, into a, another echelon, I believe, this year. He was just outside of the greatest 20-game start in Jets history, ahead of where Timu Solani had ever been, just behind where Dale Howardchuk had been. Uh, he's been really, really phenomenal this year, and it, you're seeing it in the Jets' play. I mean, the, the interesting part about this is, is it's 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 hard just because of the numbers, just because of the amount of people who live in Toronto, the amount of people who live in Ontario, they're going to get a ton of coverage towards the Leafs because, Leafs because that's how business works. Uh, you go where the numbers are. So the Leafs are always going to get an inordinate amount of coverage. But the way that they're playing right now, it, it makes it so it seems like Winnipeg playing as good as they are doesn't get you know, as much credit as they do because the Leafs, you saw what they did to Edmonton for three straight games. I mean, they look untouchable right now. Mm -hmm. But what it does is it sets up for not this weekend, but the following week where the Jets are finally going to get another crack at this Toronto Maple Leafs team. It really at this stage looks like it's a two-team race uh, for for first place. And, I mean, the Leafs are way, way out ahead. But I think we can safely say at this stage – definitely based on what happened to Edmonton against Toronto. I mean, the only team in the North division that has a shot at taking down the Toronto Maple Leafs, at least before the playoffs is the Winnipeg Jets. Jets coming off the win against Vancouver the other night. They got two against Montreal and they go to Toronto. Um, we've seen a little bit of lineup juggling with Pierre-Luc Dubois. He was first on the wing. Now they moved him back to center. Stastny on the win. Is this just something we're going to see with these two because they're kind of interchangeable here on out? Yeah, well, the lineup you're seeing right now is exactly where Paul Maurice, when they first got Pierre-Luc Dubois, that's where he, that's what he said. He wrote on the board, this is where he wanted to go. Um, and and I, I do think that uh, as soon as Pierre-Luc Dubois came, I mean, they're looking at him as the center of the future. Mark Shifley is under contract for another four years. Doesn't mean that he's not going to re-up and stay a Winnipeg Jet, but if they can sign Pierre-Luc Dubois long-term, this is the guy who's going to be, you know, the, or this is the guy they want to be the, the center of the next decade here in Winnipeg. Um, so, I mean, he was always going to go to center. Uh, Adam Lowry, they like him too much in the way he grinds other teams. And we're already talking about Mark Shifley is elevating to being one of the best centers in Canada. So that's just, there's an odd man out. Paul Stastny is an older player, hey, um, and I'm I'm not saying that uh, yeah, I'm not saying that works against him. Uh, he's just so smart. That's what's keeping him in the league, and those smarts allow him to move around the lineup. Uh, I don't know as much that we're going to see bouncing of the centers back and forth as bouncing Paul Stastny into different spots in the lineup that they think will work. All right. 
Sean Reynolds, you heard it from the Sean Reynolds mouth that uh, the Jets, the best in the West, and uh, Derek Forbort, obviously the reason for that. So, <laughs> legend, legend, my friend. When do they hang up the Forbort jersey in the rafters at the arena? Oh, man, it's got to be at the end of the season, don't you think? Maybe no, <laughs> mid-season. <laughs> in season, <laughs> they'll stop. It. They'll stop it in the second intermission and have a big, uh, a big uh, jersey raising. It'll be great. All right, Sean. We'll talk to you, buddy. All right. So yesterday, uh, at this time, um, I shared with you my experience staying at local hotel, Fairmont, Winnipeg. So we uh, we have our house up for sale, and it's just so so much easier to keep the place tidy. Uh, without kids, <laughs> if you've ever listed and sold your house, um, I'm sure it has been a challenge for you because every single time the kids walk in the door, it's like the boots, the coats, the backpack, the stuff, they get it everywhere. Just everything. It's like they come in and it's yard sale. Yeah. Okay. So we decided that uh, having a coupon for Fairmont Winnipeg, it was like, well, hey, geez, this is, uh, this is hoity toity. This is posh. This is next level. So, Winnipeg, eh? Stay at the Fairmont when you got a coupon. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, initially, we wanted to use it to maybe go on a trip somewhere and be like, oh, that'd be nice. But we're not going on a trip anywhere. So, um, yeah, staycation. I think, I, you know, in all honesty, um, and, I, and I will push this uh, more next week, encouraging you to take a staycation. Because, really, the hospitality industry is one. We, we talk about restaurants and stuff, but the restaurants are part of it. And they listen in the kitchen at the Fairmont every day, I found out. Um, thank you for that. Oh. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I just think, you know, why not get out? Go, you know, go spend a 150 bucks on a nice hotel room and, and get, the, get out of the house. You know, and I know the pools are going to be opening up you know soon enough there they're, they're kind of some different rules for hotels that i learned yesterday too anyway it was a big day for me uh with the hoteliers of the city and here's why um yesterday after my comments saying that i see why nhl players complain about staying at the fairmont because mm -hmm. it felt like i had time traveled back into 1977 uh bad sleep uh i just you know what i mean the bed was kind of creaky and, and whatever so small bed you said yeah, I was double. yeah. yeah. I, I, look i made some comments but again i'm a real guy and and this is my this was my true experience so you know i look i'm not what am i gonna be like oh it was the best when it wasn't the best but this is the great thing about the hospitality industry and i have to say kudos to everybody at the fairmont because there is always an opportunity to turn around a negative situation. So me saying what I said yesterday, uh, I ended up feeling like a huge putz as uh, I got back to the hotel room and I was doing some real estate stuff and I'm just kind of, you know, sending some emails. I'm on the phone on a couple calls and all of a sudden there's this knock at the door and Mr. Chartrand is uh, the fellow who's, uh, who's working the, the front and he comes up and um, he said, sir, yeah, what's up? He's like, uh, gift from the chef. And I'm going like, what do you mean, gift from the chef? Don't, don't eat it or spit yeah. on it. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, what do you mean a gift from the chef? And I'm kind of thinking, I'm like, oh, 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 God. They must have heard from the radio or something. Somehow they've they've figured it out that, that I am the guy. And I guess what had happened was, you know, there's not a ton of people staying there. So it's pretty easy to narrow down. Guy, couple kids, whatever. So Chef Rich, uh, the guy uh, who sent the package up with some farmery beer, some Fort Gary a nice charcuterie board so I can really live my best life. Yeah. Um, not to mention the kids were at school and daycare and my wife was working uh, remotely. So she's not with me. So I'm like, I'm, 
see you're getting this sweet oh, package all to honestly, yourself. Honestly, I was in my undies and I'm sitting there eating cheese and I was like, oh, I don't normally drink during the week, but I'm like, shoot, like I, uh-huh. I'm gonna crack a farmer. Why, why not? Uh-huh. Yeah, ask the guy if he can start feeding you the meat while you're lying in bed. I sir, mean, your robe on. Sir, can yeah. you know, see, I didn't get the robe till we got the upgrade. Now I'll explain. Whoa. I'll explain. So I, as I'm sitting there eating my uh, my bonbons and my uh, you know some spicy beans and some real, just a real nice charcuterie tray, I will say from the Velvet Glove, Chef Rich really does a great job. So I picked up my phone because, you know, I'm not just going to be like, oh, yeah, like because I'm not a hoity-toity guy. And that's, at the end of the day, that's what I'm getting at. Like, I, I really, I, I didn't expect, I, but, but I might, you know, I didn't expect them to do anything about it. Really, I just expect to have another, like, average night in, yeah. a, in, a, in a hotel. Um, so I got the charcutes, and then I got a text message, and it's a lady at the front, Dawn. And she text messages and said, Sir, we understand that you uh, haven't, uh, you know, your stay has kind of been subpar in your opinion. Yeah. And I said, look, <laughs> oh I'm my used to, God, hey, heard. <laughs> I am used to staying at three stars. I, I truly, I go on and I'm a three star guy. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm about the budget, right? I'm, I'm an economizer. Okay. So she says, sir, um, we'd like to upgrade you to our Fairmont gold status room. And I said, well, I would be foolish to not accept this. <laughs> I, oh, so I, I, I called Chelsea, like my wife, and I, I said, like, Bunny, I was like, you're not going to believe this. Like, we are moving on up here. She's like, do they have robes in the new room? I'm like, hang on. I run up a couple floors. I'm, on the, I'm in the penthouse. I'm like, they got robes. They've oh, got robes. So I rolled my own shirt. She offered to send somebody up. Mr. Chartrand was going to come and take my tray and my bags upstairs. I said, no, 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 no. I said, I'll do this myself. Ended up breaking a real fancy Fairmont glass on my way up. But oh, I got up there. Now I'm in my robe and i'm just like i'm lounging i'm sitting i got the weather channel playing music in the background i'm like this is really like this is what it's about right here guys like this so is- i mean a couple things first of all we were asking because that's usually where a lot of the nhl teams will stay yes. and all that stuff we yeah. were asking well they've got a, there's got to be better rooms than maybe the one you're staying in yeah. obviously there yeah, are there are if yeah. you got upgraded yeah. to one right i showed up with a coupon wearing plaid exactly you know I, mean? yeah. I didn't exactly. get upgraded i didn't exactly. look like the kind of guy but again in their defense um, I am a guy showing up in a coupon wearing plaid. I no. wouldn't want me rubbing elbows with, uh, you know, who knows right. who's in there. Sean L- Penn could be in there. Little do they know, you'd go on the radio and just tell them how terrible their hotel is well, next day, and then you get a free upgrade. Well, it's great. It all worked out for you. Yeah, it all worked out really well. Now, now, I will say this. Um, as I was in the middle of my, uh, you know, my, my enjoyment of the afternoon, so I'm on my second tall can. I'm like, oh, what the hell? I'm going to go in the shower. Here's a nice, nice shower surround. I'm like, I'm going to have an afternoon shower, which I never do. I'm feeling it today. My skin's a little dry because I went for a walk around the neighborhood. But I, uh, I'm in the shower. I'm having a shower beer. I got the tunes going on my phone. I'm like, this is great. Phone rings. It's our boss, Toddy Tickles. I'm like, oh, okay, what's up, man? Hello. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, man, I'm living my best life right now. I'm like, honestly, I am living my best life right now. I am living it up at the Fairmont. He's like, yeah. He's like, I was going to ask you about that. He's like, "Uh, were you trashing a hotel on uh, on the radio today? I was like, wow. Yes. Look what it got me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I got an email. Uh, I guess he got an email, um, which was then forwarded to me from uh, the director of sales and marketing from the Delta said, who's their main competitor? The guys from the Delta are like, hey, listen, we heard you didn't have a, a great night last night. We would love to roll out the red <laughs> carpet for you. What have so you like, started? Hotel Wars. Hotel Wars are alive and well. Jeff Kennedy, the general manager of the Delta, reached out and said that. That's where you're going tonight? From the back of the barrel? over the Delta? Saturday, you'll be at another Fort Gary. There's an idea. Anybody in the kitchen listening to Fort Gary right now, tell your manager. I need a free room. Saturday night. Connors. 
Uh, Gold status, RS. please. Yeah. Uh, penthouse, sweet. Hey, yeah. In at the Forks, if they want to call Oh, in at the Forks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one, too. Listen, yeah, I, need you a room call to, I need a room through till Monday. <laughs> exactly. You've got to be out of the house till Monday. That's when I'm doing the offers date on my house. So let's go. Uh, let's see if I can just do the whole tour of hotels here. Perfect. Again, reach out to me, TJ at 921city.ca. Um, you all need to have charcuterie boards ready to go. Yeah. Charcutes, beers. <laughs> yeah. Shower. Definitely shout ropes. Uh, ropes for sure. Need Slippers ropes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'll be ever ever able to go back to the uh, you know the three star status no. at the Econo Lodge I don't even anymore. Know if you're gonna be able to go back to your house. <laughs> Just torch the house. Don't yeah. even sell it. The Bone Phone on Winnipeg's Rock Station, ninety-two-one City. For Midtown Ford, we can't control the ability of your neighbors to be better drivers in winter, but we can put you behind the wheel of something that keeps you safer on Winnipeg roads. Visit mid-townford.com. Hey, good morning, guys. So, TJ, just wanted to touch on that bit about the Fairmont there. Uh, best way, man, I went to the Fairmont at Lake Louise. I had one of those snowboarding passes. They wanted 400 bucks a night, got it for 200 bucks a night. Told them it was, uh, well, it was. It was me and the wife's anniversary. So they upgraded our room, gave us the Lakeview room, walked up there. There's chocolates and wine and uh, gift certificates, crazy amounts of crap. But the stupid part was there was one queen-size bed in the middle of the room a tiny little table, a tiny little chair. That was pretty much about it, man. It was the biggest waste of money in my entire life, but had a great time, right? So can't really say it was a waste of money, but... What'd you, what'd you want? What'd you want, two beds? Yeah, I know. Like, you don't what? need two beds, buddy. It's your, you're, you're with your wife. Like, you guys sleeping in separate beds? And the Fairmont in Banff is damn. Uh, like the yeah. Lake View room? Absolutely. You, yeah. what, do need, what do you need more yeah, than I'm one sorry. bed for? Yeah, and what, what's with the chair, buddy? The, the only chair you should be sitting on is... Uh, Her. <laughs> Gonna say, just, gonna oh, say, that's just, not where you're going with that? I know. Oh, sorry. No, no. I, I'm not allowed. Because, uh, you know, there's nothing worse than, a, than an ugly guy talking about bumping uglies, you know? DJ, you are not anybody's snack. you got to be one of the ugliest dudes that anybody has ever seen. Um, yeah, I literally talk about it all the time, how ugly I am. It's yeah. fine. Like, I, it's okay. <laughs> like, oh, my feeling. Like, dude, I'm the one that looks in the mirror every day. I, I have to see it all the time. You get my best side if you have me on social media. I mean, you're seeing me at my best, and it's still bad. It's, I apologize. I, like, I apologize. Rena and Turnbull, they walk in. You don't need to apologize for your face. <laughs> I apologize. He does. He does. Oh, okay. And I appreciate that you do. Like, yeah. if you didn't apologize for it, I'd be really mad. But, like, as I had to sit here and look at you. It's punchable. It's, it's wow, well, yeah. Mm. Kickable, punchable, spittable. <laughs> There's a lot of things I want to do to your face. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Turnbull, wait, wait. You're filthy this morning. <laughs> I believe that uh, Scandals was on Pemina Highway, guys. Pretty damn sure, because uh, I, I went there a couple of times in that, and uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, from that, uh, transition into um, Rui calling uh, us again. That's, uh, that's Rui. Um, calls the bone phone quite a bit. He uh, left a, another message here. Positive. I enjoyed listening to you guys every damn day, every morning. Love you guys. Funny. Makes my day. That's what makes my day keep going. But what pisses me off is why do you guys play these idiots that phone in and <laughs> knock you down and, and everything? Listen, those two dumb <laughs> If you don't like 92 City FM, if you don't like to listen to you guys, then get the f*** going, man. Go somewhere else. Listen to uh, AM radio. Ooh. That's all I got to say, you know. Ooh. I love you guys. You guys are great. You're doing a great job, man. Take care. 
Thanks, Rui. Thanks, Rui. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like if you don't play the bad, then... No, uh, you can't filter them. No, because, you know, again, it's like, whatever. At the end of the day, I'm not, it's not like I'm going home being like, oh, man, some guy left an anonymous voicemail calling me ugly. Like, okay, <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> you have a great day, too. Uh, just to let you know, since I'm an old guy, Denzel was not the first equalizer. Uh, I don't remember the guy's name. I can see him, but he's a white guy. Um, I'm not sure, but uh, he wasn't the first anyway. I love that guy. <laughs> I know. Like I so... want to sit down and, and have he a beer with that man. He must have some stories, man. This guy? Uh, just to let you know, since I'm an old guy. Hi. Like an like an old guy calls up, acknowledges that he's old, and also acknowledges that he can't remember who the guy was. <laughs> I did find it, 1989. There was a show, Edward Woodward. Was it? Was he white? Yeah. So he had that part, right? So he can guy. he remembers him. Yeah, he looks like. He said he could see him. Yeah, he could see him. He said he could see him. He's here right now. <laughs> he's here to equalize me. Love that guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the old English word for a hundred was hund. The red came from an old word number. Write a hundred, write it again, and add th. Add s. Show the dictionary pronunciation of the spelling word. Okay. That's deep. I didn't realize all of those things. I'll, I'll have to go back and re-listen to that call and try and decipher yeah. <laughs> what was said fully. Uh, it had to do with the word hundred. How Hund and then Red. It was two words put together. That's what I got out of that. Anyway, uh, let's wrap it up here. Did you want to hear the sound of a guy flicking mushrooms, or uh, did you want to wrap up with... Uh, uh, no, let's let's wrap up with body positive, you know, because I was called ugly. So let's be, okay. let's be body positive today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm really hefty. Yeah, I'm really hefty. Garbage bag on my shoulder, shoulder. feeling hefty. (laughs) (laughs) The Bone Phone. Call 204-780-BONE. 780-2663. 92-1-CITY. Winnipeg's Rock Station. Winnipeg's favorite rock song. What is it? Is it uh, the next song we're going to play? Maybe. Could be. Could be one of the songs we played already. Could be a song that we haven't played in a while. Ever. Could be a song like Rancid Time Bomb. Which came in on the text line at seven six two triple five. What really? Yeah, I don't think. Oh, well, not the way you sang it. Yeah. <laughs> it was honestly like the only mainstream song that Rancid had, which is a damn shame. Because I remember getting a Rancid album in like grade six and being like, "Ooh, I'm hardcore. I want to dye my hair red." And then I did. And then my you hair, didn't. I, the only time I've ever dyed my hair once, and I should probably do it now. You dyed your hair red. I tried to, and here's why. And this is a really stupid story, but um, Macaulay Culkin was... <laughs> no, no, stop there. Stop there. I know, I told you, it's an embarrassing story, but I'll share it with you because this is what I do. I'm an open book. I don't like telling the story. 
For obvious reasons, the start wasn't, <laughs> uh, wasn't a great start. No, it, the worst, it actually gets worse, oh, okay. believe it or not. So as Macaulay Culkin spiraled into his drug addiction, and he was on the cover of National Enquirer magazine, which my grandmother used to buy for me. Yeah. I was really into the, the Hollywood she gossip. So Macaulay Culkin was on the cover of this one in particular, and I was like, I want to look like that. So my mom, because I used to spend the summers with my with my grandparents at the cottage, and my mom came to Clear Lake, and she finally I convinced her. You know, I would call home Sunday nights, call collect kind of thing, and and just be like, hey mom, from a payphone, like I want to dye my hair red like Macaulay Culkin does on the cover of National Enquirer magazine, and she's like, no, that is ridiculous. And I'm like, come on. So finally, after like my third collect call, it's like end of July. My birthday's coming up. This is going to be my birthday present. Going to get to dye my hair red so I can look like Macaulay Culkin, the meth head. And so she shows up. She's got the box. Da da da. You rinse the stuff. And she said, go go have a shower and, and rinse it out. How long was your hair at this point? Mm, like another embarrassing thing about the hair. <laughs> All my buddies tried already to. already gone. <laughs> it's I wasn't bald at 12. <laughs> I was not balding at 12, okay? <laughs> Look, all my buddies did the mushroom cut because yeah. that was the yeah. thing. Like, you part it in the middle. Yeah. And my hair is a cow lick, right? So I, I could only comb it the one way. And I really wanted to have red hair, and I really wanted to be able to part it in the middle. Neither of those things happened. So I, my hair is a fair length, but it, it just it's not working. Like, the part is not there. So I'm in the shower, and I'm, I'm rinsing out the hair, and I'm realizing, like, oh, crap. I'm like, oh, my God, it's purple. Like, oh, every, no. Like Rena's color purple. Like honestly, yeah. so I I walk back to the uh, to the old cabin kind of thing with my head hung low and I'm wearing a Sacramento Gold Miners T-shirt with my purple hair that's parted in the middle, looking like a total schmutz. And my grandpa didn't say much, but he was he was a guy and obviously had a different. Uh, set of values than what would be acceptable today, I right, guess we'll say. Right. Grew up in a different time. Yeah, Grew up yeah, in a different sure. time. Yeah. When he saw his grandson come up with purple hair, he had some choice words for me, we'll <laughs> for say. Sure did, we'll yeah. just leave it at that. <laughs> you can imagine all that you interpret, but it was not nice and it hurt my feelings. And I still think about it. I was like 12 years... I'm like 37. This is 25 years ago. The one and only time I tried to dye my hair and it came out purple, my grandma's like, nice hair, yeah. So how long was it colored for? Well, till it fell out. Oh no! Like till the dye ran, you know. Till it, I don't so know how went, long does yours stay. Like you, what six it, weeks? It stays a while. Yeah. So this <laughs> is in the summertime. So you went to go to school with some purple hair. Uh, I want to say I got a buzz cut right before. It was like the one time my mom wouldn't even let me grow out my hair when I was a kid. It was like you had to have the flat top brush cut. You know, like that was that was it. Number two on the sides. Whatever. Oh, she wouldn't let it grow out? Well, no, because she knew what was going to happen to it. Yeah. Look at years later. In fact, I think my mom was just saving me the embarrassment of trying trying to grow hair because it's now oh, it's man my hair is still mad at me from that incident that's why it's it's leaving my body the open tech on 92.1 city winnipeg's rock station sale on now all month long at the prairie summit shop save up to 40 percent on select winter items drop by or check out the new website at prairiesummitshop.com 762-555. You can use that number to text in for Winnipeg's favorite rock song. Uh, all next week, we're going to be pitting songs against each other in a bracket. And at the end of it, uh, just for your suggestions, you could be winning $10,000. This is $10,000. That's a lot of thousands of dollars. Ten of them, in fact. <laughs> we are Winnipeg's Rock Station. That's Rena. I'm TJ. And that is David Turnbull. And we get text messages. Oh, you bet we do.
So, um, I don't even know why I shared that. I'm so embarrassed about the stupid hair dye story. Um, but I don't feel so bad. And this is great. You make me not feel so bad, texter569. TJ, I can relate. I tried to dye my hair blonde one summer back in high school in the early 2000s. Went to Zeller's with my girlfriend. <laughs> I, I, I ended up with burgundy hair because somebody had switched the bottles of dye in the box. Back then, they didn't uh, label the color other than a code, which we didn't notice. Oh, man. That is That's hilarious. Funny. I feel bad laughing, but that is kind of a good prank. That's so good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why didn't I think of this when I was still doing dumb things like that? But the sad thing is nowadays the only person that's going to hurt is an old lady and she's going to end up right. with green hair because right. they all box dye themselves <laughs> and I would feel so bad. Oh my God, is that Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day? No, it's my oh. grandma. Stop. My grandma. Somebody mess with the dye. Um, I like this. Uh, we got us a big old convoy. My, uh, my cousin's driving to Shamatawa today. On ice roads. On an ice roads. He's got to yeah. go to Fort Severin, Ontario, which is on James Bay. He's, like, doing a delivery for uh, for a big company. And, uh, Are yeah. they doing one shot, too? Oh, yeah. 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 And they got snacks. I hope. Yeah, they went to, uh, oh, they went to um, Bernstein's Deli. They went oh, to see yeah. my friends, the Steaks. Yeah, Tyler and Amory. Um, Loaded up on cold cuts. Yeah, 200 <laughs> gram sandwiches. Sandwiches. Because I said, like, you don't want to run out of food. A, there's no gas. So they got 30 jerry cans. 20 liter jerry cans. Yeah. And then you got, uh, like, there's no, there's, there ain't no road stop. No. Shmatawa. No. Um, TJ, your Aussie accent is way better than your Jimi Hendrix impression. <laughs> I'd agree with that, actually. It was pretty good. I don't remember the, uh, it I know, was but one that I was, sounded like Elvis. Oh, right. Oh, right, yeah. Hey, yeah. that's me, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Check out, yeah, that wasn't good. No. No. The Aussie one was pretty good. I was feeling it today, yeah, though. It I felt good. it. I actually felt it was better than I typically do. Mm-hmm. I was also impressed with your Aussie accent Thank today. Thank you. <laughs> Must have been the onion rings I had at 8.30 p.m. last night. I don't think that has anything to do with anything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, here you go. Wait uh, a snack break. <laughs> <laughs> Jealous. Yeah. Um, TJ, you should take the winter road trip if you get offered again. It's a wild ride and unreal experience. I want to. If our boss, you know what would be even cooler? Because it would be great for you guys because I wouldn't be here. Um, but if they had cell yeah. service, I could just check in. But once you get past Asher and you get up to like Moosehorn and Grand Rapids yeah. and then Cross Lake, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Worst place to wear a hockey jersey is a concert. Oh, yeah. I've seen that before. That is weird. That guy's always the sweatiest one, too. Well, yeah. He's wearing a, a tarp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't breathe. Oh, yeah. Keeping all the heat or, in. Or even when you wear like a football jersey to a hockey game. Like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah, that's a jersey foul. <laughs> what are you I doing? I believe that's called a jersey foul. Turnbull's a guy that actually hates people in jerseys, I feel like. Um, no, if you're, going to a, if you're going to a Jets game, you're wearing a Jets jersey. It makes yeah. sense. No, true. Right, if you're going to the, the game of the team. Yeah. But, like, when people wear... You, you get mad about the knockoff jerseys. I do get mad about knockoff jerseys. And now you're mad at people who just wear jerseys in general. But, like, <laughs> what about if you wear the jersey of a team? I was at a Jets... And I remember it distinctly. The Jets were playing Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I went with my buddy Ryan. Mm-hmm. We went to a game. Mm-hmm. We're sitting in the lower bowl. And some jackass wearing a Detroit Red yeah, Wings Probert jersey that's struts. Weird. I'm like, what are you? I'm just a hockey fan. I'm a hockey I'm just guy. a hockey fan. Yeah, well, and then, like, what are you going to do? Chirp a guy in a Probert jersey? The guy's probably going to dummy me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. It's always a Leafs jersey. That's a good text. Yeah, it is. It's always a guy in a Leafs jersey. Just letting everybody know. It's like an old Nick Antropov guy, too. Like, <laughs> it's like a Shane Corson jersey or something. Why are gas prices so high? I don't know the reason. 
But they are. Yeah. 115, 116, I think I saw today. Gross. Gross. Um, oh, this is good. I'm going through a midlife crisis. Divorce pending. I hate my job and I quit drinking. What should I buy? Buy yourself a, a puppy. new woman. <laughs> uh, an inflatable one yeah. that won't leave you like the last one. <laughs> so, The Simpsons. Familiar. Yeah. yeah. Heard of it? Yeah. Heard of them? Yeah. The family? Sure. They're coming back. Two more seasons. They just got renewed. So how many are we at now? Man. It's going to be 34, 35. Oh, my God. That's Isn't crazy. That absurd? That's so crazy. Yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy that they're still, like, uh, as relevant as they are. When you think about it, when you think about that for a second, okay, 33rd and 34th seasons are going to air. That was 1989. When they debuted, like you got to think of what I mean, really, the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s and 2020s. That is five decades that this show has spanned. I mean, obviously, 33, 34 seasons. That is just crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. I, know. I know you don't see that. You don't see that with any shows. No. You know what I mean? They I don't know what it is with the Simpsons. It's that they that, that's allowed them to stay this this relevant because I mean, their, their newer episodes aren't their greatest episodes. You know, watch it, though. Well, like if it's if it's on, like I'll you know, yeah. I don't make an effort to watch it for sure. Right. But the, okay, so hang on, you won't make an effort for The Simpsons, but you will watch Young Rock every night on. Well, <laughs> I'm just gonna say that's different. That's different. <laughs> now there's a show that could go on for well, oh, how old, dude? How old's Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Uh, keep it going. Um, if you still watch The Simpsons, though, I would actually uh, I wouldn't wouldn't mind hearing a little bit of feedback if it's actually worth because the thing about it, it's one of these shows that is so topical. Right, like they always talk about pop culture. They always talk about relevant stuff. They always—that's what keeps them relevant. Think about all of the things that you learn from The Simpsons. Every once in a while, I'll have like a little thought about something. I'm like, "Wow, that is a weird piece of information." Oh yeah, it came from The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Like, of course I know that. There's a Simpsons reference for every point of conversation. There yeah. is, right? You can have a conversation with somebody about anything, and there's always something that'll tell, take you back to The yeah. Simpsons. Episode. Like every every day, I I walk into a room of people and I say, "Hi, everybody." <laughs> <laughs> That was Dr. Nick. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was good. That was a good impression. Like, that was actually that? very good. Who's Dr. Nick? He's like the hokey. He's the surgeon. Yeah, he's oh, okay. the surgeon. Yeah. He like, okay. leaves his Porsche keys inside people. And <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. Like, yeah. Hi, everybody. Hi, Dr. Nick. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Turnbull. All right. Arena, TJ, and Turnbull will be back tomorrow on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City.